an ironic media production. Visit us at ironickmedia.com. Welcome to the Affiliate Podcast. I'm your host, Amy Stark. In this podcast, I'll be sharing messages of hope, healing, and transformation. I'll teach you how to shift your mindset, conquer your fears, and become the best version of you. You'll get to witness healings as well as hear from my mentors, teachers, and about the extraordinary journey I've been on for the last 14 years. My connection with energy is so strong and I can't wait to share it with you. Let's get started. All right, so I want to talk about perfectionism. So I used to be a perfectionist. I have to say there are sometimes I have tendencies where I really want things to be perfect. But for the most part, I've really dismantled that programming as well as using the tool of clearing my energy has really made it so easy to have boundaries with people because that's really where perfectionism is born, is when we are energetically sensitive and we grow up not knowing how to handle our energy or clear our energy, we experience the world almost as like a dangerous place because we are constantly feeling other people's energy in our space because as a child, you know, you're much easier to control if there's this kind of like oppressive in your face, kind of like you will conform <laughs> to what I say energy. And it's very hard on the sensitive children because they can feel the expectations of other people. In fact, kids with autism are really, really, really energetically sensitive and can sense the expectations of their parents a lot of times. And so that's one of the things that I work on with both the parents and the child by clearing out some programming and trauma and things like that. So anyway, children who don't have autism can also be sensitive as well, like myself. So basically, I was learning that what people wanted based on how they felt around me. So if I was somebody who constantly did the dishes, I'd feel the praise and then they'd be out of my space. So I would feel less irritated, right? But like if I was sitting in the kitchen and then, you know, let's say my mom was thinking about me washing the dishes, but wasn't saying anything, I could feel it in my space and it would be irritating. So I would just get up and do it because I'd rather not feel that irritation. And if I had known at the time that I could just clear her energy out of my space and go about my day, life would have been easier for me, not necessarily for my mom. But I really work with a lot of clients now who are in their 30s, 40s, and 50s, and they can look back and see how they've lived their life based on what other people wanted from them. So obviously, the dishwashing scenario is such a small scale example of the larger issue, which is a life where we're constantly doing things for other people because we feel like we have to. That's why clearing your energy is so important because you can get people's energy out of your space and then decide whether or not you want to do that thing. Like, let's say if I'm sitting there and I have my four or five brothers and sisters sitting alongside me, they also could be washing the dishes. But because I'm an empath, I feel that my mom, first of all, would know from prior experiences that she could influence me based on energy. I'm sure like she could just hint at it and I would be like, boop, I'm up. I'm going to do it. 
But my other brothers and sisters, it goes right over their head. You know, you just, they'll be like, I had no idea that the dishes even need to be washed, you know, but because we're empaths and because we're so sensitive, we can sense what all the needs are of the people that are around us. And so I became very good at navigating all situations, really, growing up because I could sense what the energy of the room was, you know, how somebody was doing. To be honest, it actually saved my life when I was a teacher in in the New York City public school system in a very dangerous classroom. I could sense when somebody was going to have a bad day or when one of the classes were going to go terribly wrong. And I was able to defend myself a couple of times because I could sense it before it happened. But anyway, so being energetically sensitive can be a real gift, but it's just about learning that you can clear your energy and then decide whether or not you want to do that thing. The other thing is, is dismantling the programming that actually accumulates because of being a perfectionist. Like I said, when you're a kid and you're energetically sensitive, you sense what your teachers want, what your parents want, what your siblings want. People will be like, I want to play this game. And you're like, I want to play that game. And they're like, and it's like, oh my God, they're in this my space and I can't stand it. It's so irritating. So then you you wind up playing all these games that you don't want to play. You go on trips you don't want to go on. You know, you eat food that you don't necessarily care about or want. It's all to please other people. So we become people pleasers and Essentially, it becomes this really highly rewarding thing because it's so irritating to have somebody in your space that once they're out of it, you're like, oh, now I feel better. But the problem is, is that people understand that they can get things from you. And it's very quickly learned by those that are around them that they can go to Amy or whoever's energetically sensitive or aka a people pleaser and get that thing done. So you wind up (laughs) constantly doing these things for other people and wasting a lot of your energy. And then when I find people who are in their 30s, 40s, and 50s who are people pleasers, they really are not happy at all, really. And they feel like they've accomplished a lot, but yet it wasn't exactly what they wanted to accomplish. And they also don't really celebrate their wins because they constantly feel like, well, if I could achieve that thing, then I can achieve the next thing. You know, what's the next level? And they hardly ever celebrate themselves. And this is honestly what causes people in the end to wind up getting chronic illness who are super people pleasers. Because their body's in constant fight or flight, sensing what other people want. So it's it's like their brain is on overdrive all the time. Their third chakra is constantly sensing, you know, how can I control this situation? And then they wind up getting to this stage where their fight or flight is constantly on and their body is just taking the hit. And they start to believe that they can live their life without their body. <laughs> you know, like they can just keep going and doing and being for other people. And they wind up finding that their body just doesn't want to do that anymore. And they wind up on their back for a couple of months and where they have to reassess everything and make new choices and realize like, oh, shit, I never wanted to be a lawyer. I wanted to be a doctor or I never wanted to go to that school, but my dad wanted me to go there or I wanted to play soccer and I did gymnastics. So whatever it is, you know, there's this like reckoning that comes because the body gives up. The body is like, you're not going to keep doing all these things for other people and constantly feeling the hit or taking the hit in your heart chakra because you're disappointed. You know, you're disappointed that, you know, you constantly have to please other people and it feels like there isn't ever enough things that you could do to please people. You feel like you're constantly putting out fires. And then at the end of the day, it's like you're dead last in in a list of people who you've done things for. So finally, when you get to your like 30s and 40s and 50s, you're like, oh, this has got to change. And your body gives you that wake up call of like, take a look around and 
let's deal with some of this stuff, you know, whether it's changing careers or getting out of a relationship or deciding that you want to be a stay-at-home mom or deciding you want to go back to work, whatever it is, there's this time where you need to take to realize, what do I want? And I'm telling you, once you learn how to clear your energy and get that stuff out of your space, you really can think clearly. You really know what's next, the next step, what is necessary, how people have been taking advantage of you. And once you can clear using EFT, some of that trauma of like, people pleasing and it not necessarily paying off, you can start to dismantle the programming that led to that highly rewarding system. So you can tap on not feeling good enough or never having enough time or not feeling appreciated or constantly putting yourself last. You can tap on all that trauma and all that trauma is going to help to dismantle some of this programming around perfectionism. There's also this like fear, obviously, that comes with being a perfectionist. So it's like, what if I don't put out something that's perfect? What will people think? So that becomes like an ego thing. You know, like you want to tap on why does it matter? Like, why is my ego pushing me so far to get this finished? And sometimes what a lot of perfectionists realize is that they never even release the thing that they made because it's not perfect. And so David Bayer actually talks about this, He, which is a really great idea, is just to do 80%, not go for that 100%, because Otherwise, you never hit 100% and you just never release anything. So it's best to just go with what you have that's pretty good or good enough, you know, and then work from there. Once it's out and released, you feel better and you can prove from there. So to review, it really is about this sixth chakra, which is sensing the environment instead of actually telling the environment what you want to experience. So instead of like conjuring up these wonderful ideas about what you want to create, you're worrying about creating the wrong thing or like helping other people, basically. And that causes your fight or flight to go on. And again, that triggers your third chakra around control. Like, how do I make this stop? Or how do I figure out what this person wants? And then five steps ahead of that, you know, it becomes as like control over what people want or timelines or energy. I mean, it just becomes an endless mess of sensing the future instead of telling the future what you want to experience and bringing those experiences in. So we really do want to dismantle this programming that is creating this life that we don't want, where we feel we need to constantly be putting out these fires and focus more on what we do want to create and spend more time there. Or if we have time to even help that person out, like when you have somebody's energy in your space, it really feels like you are irritated or on fire and like it has to be put out. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Like you have to do it. And and we want to not feel like we have no choice. That's why we came here. We are, we're beings that want to experience free will and make choices and experience life the way that we want it and create the life that we want. We want to be these masterful creators. And if we're constantly creating for other people, we're going to be pretty fucking pissed off at the end, <laughs> which is when I find people usually in their 30s, 40s, and 50s. They're like, what the fuck happened? I've been doing all this stuff. Like, sure, I've accomplished a whole lot. And I've gotten several degrees and I've followed mostly, you know, what I wanted to do. But there's things that I I really should have done that would have made me a lot happier. Anyway, that's why meditation is also great is because it gives you that opportunity to sit down and be like, what the hell is going on? Like, what do I want? Like I said, these tools, clearing your energy and using EFT will dismantle that program and get people out of your space. You'll feel so much better. You will have so much more clarity and you'll be able to make decisions a lot better and feel like you're actually creating the life that you want. 
So just as a reminder, you can get that exercise on how to clear your energy from signing up on my newsletter. If you go to my website, there'll be a box that it's going to pop up and you put your email address in there and I will email you how to clear your energy. So if you're enjoying this podcast, please let me know. I'd love to hear from you. You can either hop on over to Ophelia Podcast on Facebook or Instagram or email me at ophelia_podcast at gmail.com. So with that, let's heal together. If you love today's podcast, you're going to love the UR Energy course. I'm going to drop the link below so you can pick up that course. I go much more in depth about the science behind healing and I share the tools and techniques that I use every single day to help my body heal. content provided by Amy Stark and her guests on the Ophelia podcast website or other platforms, including text, images, audio, or other formats were created for informational purposes only. Always seek the advice of a physician or qualified health provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition. Amy Stark is not a doctor or a therapist.